0: The moment you can figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing, the sooner you are able to get about the business of doing that. The way through the challenge is to get still and ask yourself, what is the next right move? Not think about, oh, I got all of this. To be- what is the next right move? And then from that space, make the next right move. And the next right move and not to be overwhelmed by it because you know your life is bigger than that one moment you know you're not defined by what somebody says is a failure for you because failure is just there to point you in a different direction I've learned to appreciate living in the moment and I ask that you do too I've asked I'm asking this graduating class, those of you here, I've asked all of my viewers in America and across the world to do this one thing. Keep a grateful journal. Every night list five things that happened this day in days to come that you are grateful for. What it will begin to do is to change your perspective of your day and your life. I believe that if you can learn to focus on what you have, you will always see that the universe is abundant and you will have more. If you concentrate and focus in your life on what you don't have, you will never have enough. Be grateful, keep a journal. You all are all over my journal tonight. I always understood that there really was no difference between me and the audience. At times I might have had better shoes, but at the core, the core, of of what really matters, that we are the same. And you know how I know that? Because all of us are seeking the same thing. You're here at this fabulous school and we'll go out into the world and each pursue based upon what you believe your talents are, what your skills are, maybe your gifts are, but you're seeking the same thing. Everybody wants to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself as a human being. That's what you're looking for. The highest, truest expression of yourself as a human being. And because I understand that, I understand that if you're working in a bakery and that's where you want to be and that may be the, that may be what you've always wanted to do is to bake pies mm-hmm. for people or bake cakes for people or to offer your gift, then then that's, that's for you. And there's no difference between you and me, except that's, how, that's your platform, mm-hmm. that's your show, every day. So my understanding of that has allowed me to, reach you know, everyone. To, to reach everyone. And, and there's no way that you wouldn't, because that's, that's what I truly feel. Close your eyes for a moment, will you please? And breathe with me. Just close your eyes. And if you will, put your thumb your middle finger and gather your other fingers around and let's feel the vibration and pulse of your personal energy as you take three deep breaths with me inhale and as you exhale just feel the vibration energy blood pulsating through your body, through you. And another inhale. closed and let's just think about this day this day that you have been graced to breathe in and out thousands of times this day many of those breaths were taken for granted. You just expected the next one to come. But the truth is, there's no guarantee that the next one comes. This day, how you started your day, what your thoughts were this morning, how you've carried yourself through this day, how you've been allowed to have encounters and experiences, some challenging, some more life enhancing, that pushed you forward another day of being here on the planet Earth as a human being. Let's just think about that. After all you've been through, in this day alone, and the many days and years past, how you got here to this prestigious esteemed university, the choices you made that have brought you to this day. Open your heart and quietly to yourself, say the only prayer that's ever needed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're still here and you get another chance this day Do better and be better. Another chance to become more of who you were created and what you were created to fulfill. Thank you. I say to my girls all of the time that your real work is to figure out where your power base is and to work on the alignment of your personality, your gifts that you have to give with the real reason why you're here. That's, that's the number one thing you have to do, is to work on yourself and to fill yourself up and keep your cup full, keep yourself full. Now, I used to be afraid of that I used to be afraid, particularly from people who say, oh, she's she's so full of herself, mm, she's so full of herself. And now I embrace it. I, I I consider it a compliment that I am full of myself. Because yeah. you only when you're full, I'm full, I'm overflowing, my cup runneth over. I have so much, I have so much to offer and so much to give. And I am not afraid of honoring myself, you know. It's miraculous when you think about it. You know, because when I first started making money, and it was, you know, my salary or my earnings were published all over the place. I mean, the first year I was like, really, did I make that much money? Oh my God. Um, it, It was very difficult for me to figure out where my boundaries were, because I'd grown up poor and didn't have anything. So it's easy when you don't have anything and people ask you for money and they say, I need 500 and You say, I don't have it because I'm just trying to get my rent paid. It's harder when your multi-billion dollar salary is now in the paper and you get a lot of friends and cousins you didn't have before. So how do you set boundaries for yourself. I was having trouble setting boundaries myself, for myself for even strangers. People would just show up at my door in Chicago and say, Oprah, I left my husband. Please help me. And I would, because she knows I have it. So don't try that now, though, okay? <laughs> don't try that now. I figured it out. So what I learned was, is that Oh, The reason why people keep showing up is because my intention is to make them think that I'm such a nice person that You can ask me for anything You can get me to do anything. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes So when Stevie called me this time, I thought I'd try out my first no on Stevie. Let's start big He wanted me to donate some money to a charity and I didn't want to donate to the charity because I have my own charities and I care about a lot of people but the the, the problem is when you you have money everybody thinks you just want to give to everything so every letter I ever get starts with we know you love the children (laughs) yes I do love the children but somebody else is gonna have to help the children so I said to Stevie uh, I said to Stevie no and um, As a person who has that disease to please, I was waiting for him then to to say, I will never speak to you again. I will never call you. I will never sing a song for you. And he didn't, he just said, okay. Okay? Okay, it's okay? He said, okay, check you later. And what I learned from that is Many times you will have angst and worry about things and put yourself in a state, like someone said this morning because their phone went off, they were mortified over a phone, I said, really. Um, You will put yourself in a state when the other person really isn't even thinking about you. So learning that I could specifically determine for myself what the boundaries were for me What I wanted to do, give my money, give my time, give of my service to who I wanted to give it to when I did, that I get to make that decision. And just because you get 100 requests a week doesn't mean you have to try to fulfill all of that. Just because you have all of these demands on your time and on you doesn't mean that you have to say yes. You get to decide because you're the master of your fate the captain of your soul, as William Ernest Henley said in Invictus. And understanding that really changed the meaning of my life in that I was not no longer driven by what other people wanted me to do, but took charge of my own destiny, making choices based upon what do I feel is the next right move for me. My life is fueled by my being and the being fuels the doing. So I come from a centered place. I come from a focused place. I come from compassion. Um, it's, just, it's just my nature. I come from a willingness to understand and to be understood. Right. And I come from wanting to, to, to connect. I mean, the secret of that show for 25 years is that people could see themselves in me. All over the world, they could see themselves in me. And even as I became uh, more and more uh, financially successful, which was a big surprise to me, I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Um, You mean you got more than that 30,000? I got more than 30,000 by the time I was 30. So... So my... But what, what I realized is, through the whole process, because I'm grounded in my own self, that although I could have more shoes, my feet stayed on the ground, although I was wearing better shoes. These are kind of cute today, too. Uh, so I could keep my feet on the ground, even though I could get more shoes. And I could understand, I could understand that it really was, because I was grounded, I've, I've done the, was doing and continue to this day to do, the consciousness work. I work at staying awake. I would not even say an important role. I would say the role in my acting career. Quincy Jones discovered me, and it's so interesting to me because when I was uh, working as a television newswoman in Baltimore, and really all I wanted to do was be an actress, but I was doing television, and I felt at the time, well, I, I can't quit this job Because this is what everybody else wants to do. And if I quit this job, what am I going to do? Um, And I was going to a speech coach at the time that the station had sent me to. They, you know, the broadcasting school, they sent everybody to the same woman. And I was telling her, you know, I really don't want to do this. What I really want to do is act. And she says, my dear, you don't want to act. Because if you wanted to act, you'd be doing it. What you want to be, my dear, is a star because um, if you wanted to act, you'd be waiting tables in New York. You'd be, And I thought, now why am I gonna wait tables if I'm already working in TV? So I said, well, what I think is going to happen is I will be discovered because I want it so badly, somebody's gonna to have to discover me. And she said, you just dream. You dream, you're a dreamer. So when it happened, I called her up. I said, you will not believe this. I got discovered. And it really was a discovery. It's like one of those Lana Turner stories, only, um, I wasn't a drugstore, he was uh, in his hotel room, saw me on TV, it was unbelievable. So, the interesting thing about that is that I, I truly believe that thoughts are the greatest vehicle to change power and success in the world. Everything begins with thoughts. I mean, the chairs that we're sitting in, the room that we're in, all started because somebody thought it. So, I thought up The Color Purple for myself. I know this is gonna sound strange to you. I read the book. I I got so many copies of that book. I passed the book around to everybody I knew. If I was on the bus, I'd pass it out to people. And when I heard that there was gonna be a movie, I I started talking it up for myself. I didn't know Quincy Jones or Steven Spielberg or how on earth I would get in this movie. I'd never acted in my life but I I felt it so intensely that I had to be a part of that movie. I just, I, I really do believe I created it for myself. I wanted it more than anything in the world and would have done anything to do it, anything to do it. Because I think, David, that everybody, you know, the thing that works for me all these years, whether it was the magazine or which I still have, or whether it was the show, I I understood that there's a common denominator in the human experience. And I want the same thing you want, which is the same thing you want and you want. What we all want is to be able to live out the truest, highest expression of ourselves as a human being. That doesn't end until you take your last breath. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? No matter where you are in your life, there's always the next level. There's always the next level Mm -hmm. to the last breath. So I feel that I always knew that I would get be done with the show when I felt like, oh, I've said as much as I could say here, on this platform. And then how will I be used? If there were, if there were a theme song to my life, "Amazing Grace" would be one of them. And "Keep on using me till you use me up" would be another one. (laughs) You know that Bill Withers song? Yes. So I feel that until you have used your value as a human being, you're not done. I first started as a broadcaster. I was 19, very insecure, thrown into television, pretending to be Barbara Walters, looking nothing like her, and still going to college. So I do all my classes in the morning from 8 to 1, and then the afternoon I work from 2 to 10 and did the 6 o'clock news and would stay up and study and all that stuff you know until one two or three o'clock in the morning and then just start the routine all over again and my classmates were so jealous of me that i remember like taking my little 115 paycheck and um at the time i thought it was really a lot but taking 115 and t- trying to appease them. I would like, oh, anytime anybody needed money, I was always offering, oh, you need $10? Or taking them out for pizza, ordering pizza for the class and things like that. Trying to, that whole disease to please, that's where it was the worst for me, I think, because I wanted to be accepted by them and could not be. Because first of all, I didn't have the time. They wanted, wanted me to pledge, and I didn't have the time to pledge. I, was, I didn't have the time to be a part of all the other college activities or a part of that whole lifestyle and it was very difficult for me socially, really one of the worst times of my life because I was trying to fit in in school and be a part of that culture, but also trying to build a career in television. It's very difficult for me to even see myself as successful because I still see myself as in the process of becoming successful. To me, successful is getting to the point where you are absolutely comfortable with yourself and it does not matter how many things you have acquired. Uh, the ability to learn to say no and not to feel guilty about it, to me, is about the greatest success I have achieved. Uh, the fact that I have, you know, in the public side, done whatever is fine. It's all a part of a process for, for growing for me. But to me, to have the, in, the kind of internal strength and internal courage it takes to say, no, I will not let you treat me this way is what success is all about. It's the same thing that prevents you from being abused as a child, that prevents you from being abused as an adult, that allows you to build success for yourself. I will not be treated this way. I demand only the best for myself. You are worthy to say no. You wor- that It's okay if you say no. It's okay if you say no and then people don't like you. That's really okay. The important thing is how you feel about what you're doing, how you feel about yourself. It's a long struggle though, it's a long struggle. And I'm just hoping that, you know, in the work that I do on the show and the speaking that I do around the country and that young people who are watching this can get the lesson sooner than I did because it's painful because you keep repeating it over and over and over until you get it right. And what I found is that every time you have to repeat the lesson, it gets worse because it's, you know, it's I, I call it God trying to get your attention, the universe trying to get your attention. So we didn't get your attention the first time. So we're going to have to hit you a little harder this time. So. I'm still doing it, I'm still learning. Create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. When I was a little girl, Mississippi, growing up on the farm, only Buckwheat is a role model, watching my grandmother boil clothes in a big iron pot through the screen door because we didn't have a washing machine and made everything we had. I watched her and realized somehow inside myself and the spirit of myself, that although this was segregated Mississippi and I was colored and female, that my life could be bigger, greater than what I saw. I remember being four or five years old. I certainly couldn't articulate it, but it was a feeling and a feeling that I allowed myself to follow. I allowed myself to follow it because If you were to ask me what is the secret to my success, it is because I understand that there is a power greater than myself that rules my life. And in life, in life, if you can be still long enough in in all of your endeavors, the good times, the hard times, to connect yourself to the source, I call it God, you can call it whatever you want, to the force, nature, Allah, the power, if you can connect yourself to the source and allow the energy that it is your personality, your life force to be connected to the greater force, anything is possible for you. I am proof of that. I think that my life, the fact that I was born where I was born in the time that I was and have been able to do what I've done speaks to the possibility, not that I am special, but that it could be done. Started the school and I said to my uh, beloved uh, friend Maya Angela, I said Maya I'm so I'm so just so proud that I was able to create the school and I said this is going to be my greatest legacy and Maya said to me you have no idea right, right. you have no idea what your legacy will be she said to me because your legacy is every life you've touched and that shifted the way I saw legacy or what you leave behind or what you do. Because Maya was explaining to me that, you know, over all the years of watching your show, everybody who decided that they were going to go back to school or lose weight or no longer hit their children or get out of a bad marriage, all of those people who have seen and experienced your voice. And the same thing with everybody here. You have no idea what your legacy (laughs) will be. Your legacy is every life that you've touched. And we like to think of it. I know you have done amazing things with your philanthropy. We like to think that these great philanthropic moments are the ones that leave the impact or will make the huge difference in the world. But it's really what you do every day. It's how you use your life to be a light to somebody else's, you know? And it's how you use your work as an expression of your own art, whatever that is. Recognizing that I had the instinct, that the inner voice that told me that you need to try to find a way to answer to your own truth was the voice I needed to be still and listen to. Get this, This is just remember this, because this will happen many times in your life. When people show you who they are, believe them. The first time. I have paid attention to my life because I understand that my life, just like your life, is always speaking to you, where you are, in the language, with the people, with the circumstances and experiences that you can understand and interpret if you are willing to see that always life God is speaking to you. Now, it took me a while to actually really get this and to understand it, but once I did, I started paying attention to everything. And one of the reasons why I can now accept the fact that I can offer my gatherings of information and wisdom and call myself a spiritual teacher is that every single person who ever came on my show, and I hear there's like 37,000 guests I've talked to, a lot of them came from dysfunction and a lot of them wouldn't appear to be teachers, but every one of them had something to say that was meaningful and valuable and that I could use to grow myself into the best of myself, which is what all of our jobs are. Your number one job is to become more of yourself and to grow yourself into the best of yourself. Turn your wounds into wisdom. You will be wounded many times in your life. You'll make mistakes. Some people will call them failures. But I have learned that failure is really God's way of saying, excuse me, you're moving in the wrong direction. It's just an experience. an experience just an experience i remember being taken off the air in baltimore being told that i was no longer be, being fit for television and that i could not anchor the news because i used to go out on the stories and my own truth was even though i'm not a weeper i would cry for the people in the stories and uh which really wasn't very effective as a news reporter to be covering a fire <laughs> and uh crying cause the people lost their house Um, and it wasn't until they, I was demoted as a on-air anchor woman and thrown into the talk show arena to get rid of me that I allowed my own truth to come through. And the first day I was on the air doing my first talk show back in 1978, it felt like breathing, which is what your true passion should feel like. It should be so natural to you. And so I took what had been a mistake, what had been perceived as a failure with my career as an anchor woman in the news business and turned it into a talk show career that's done okay for me. I think every year you're trying to reinvent yourself and you stay in touch with what other people are doing, thinking, feeling. I have always felt that my um, instinct and ability to connect with the audience was what carried us. Every day after the show, now I do something called After The Show, which airs on Oxygen. I have spent for the past 16 years um, a half an hour, an hour just talking to people. So. All, my audience comes from a cross-section around the country, so I, get, I stay connected to what peop, real people are thinking and doing and want and so, so you When you see someone who shows you a lack of integrity or dishonesty the first time, know that that will be followed by many, many, many other times that will at some point in life come back to haunt or hurt you. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Live your life from a point of view of truth and you will. Live your life from truth and you will survive everything. Everything. I believe even death.